is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. We got a good one for you tonight. It's June 23rd as I record this Friday evening. We're going to be going over my quarterback rankings. And what we're going to do is we're basically going to kind of just do a little quarterback draft. I need to update my rankings. I, I'm, I'm going to try to update them at least every other week, uh, you know, for the next couple weeks. And I think in August, we're probably going to have weekly updates if things are moving around that much. But let's hop into a screen share. If you guys are new to the Fantasy Fellowship, definitely give us a, subscri uh, a, sub a sub subscribe. Uh, check out the fantasyfellowship.com. That's where the fantasy playbook is free. And that's where you can get all my rankings. Uh, you can get all my pr uh, projections. You can get everything on here. Uh, it is free this year. And uh, once I'm done with these quarterback rankings, I'm going to get them put on the website as well. Uh, looks like I updated these uh, not too long ago, but let's get into it. We're just going to have a little draft here. It's going to be fun. Um, I think to me, there's kind of like a clear tier of quarterback uh like the top three it's, it's a pretty clear tier it's going to be Mahomes Jalen Hurts Josh Allen now what I have here is the current ADP from underdog I believe or yeah this might be underdog or drafters I'm not sure which one uh but you can see here like these guys all are going in between picks 21 and 28 uh then there's a little drop off to Lamar and Joe Burrow so to me I think it's very clear that these are the three guys now if I go to my projections I do have Hertz, Allen, Mahomes, and uh, basically it's kind of like, you know, like, did you start your draft with Travis Kelsey? Did you start your draft with AJ Brown? Did you start your draft with Stephon Diggs? That might, you know, influence your decision at the at the QB round two or round three. Uh, but if you're playing it straight up, uh, I will say Mahomes is the safest. He's he's gonna probably like lead the of these three. He's gonna have the most passing yards and maybe the most passing touchdowns. Um, Jalen Hurts is going to have the most rushing yards and the most rushing touchdowns. And then Josh Allen is the best blend of both. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to put Patrick Mahomes here uh, as my QB one. I feel pretty good about that. Uh, and then number two, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. I'm going to kind of stick to my projections here. I have, uh, I barely have Jalen Hurts ahead of Josh Allen. It's not, uh, it's not super far off. Let me actually, I actually have Mahomes projected as QB three, but again, these guys are all really tightly knit together. And uh, Mahomes has a better um, he has a better probability of staying healthy for the full season. The other two guys just scramble so much in terms of rushing attempts. Like I got Hertz going for about 175 attempts, Josh Allen 115, meaning those guys put their I mean, Josh Allen puts his body on the line two times more than Mahomes. And Jalen Hurts puts his body on the line three times more than uh, than than Josh Allen. So uh, it's interesting here. Lee will get Jalen Hurts uh, in the QB2 spot. And then I'm going to put Josh Allen. Oh, where did he go? Let's get Jalen Hurts there. And then we'll go ahead and get Josh Allen in the QB3 spot. I think that feels pretty good. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and delete these guys off the list. And then we get to, like, the decisions made because – Lamar Jackson's the number four QB in ADP. He goes in the middle of the third round towards the back end of the third round. Then it's Joe Burrow. Then it's Justin Fields, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. I'm kind of viewing all these guys here as the second tier of quarterbacks. Uh, and for me, I prefer safety. I think Lamar Jackson's got the highest ceiling of all these guys here. But if I had to put my QB four, I'm probably going to go with Joe Burrow. And back to my projections. Now, projections don't always equal rankings either. That's um, that's a common, you know, misconception here. So I think when you're making your rankings, you kind of want to stick towards um, <clears throat> you want to find, you know, a casual ADP or something, download it and then kind of build off that because, 
you know, if, if we're going off my projections, it's going to be a lot different. Uh, and I want to make sure you guys are getting the right guys in the right spot. So uh, I'm going to build off this. Let's go ahead and get Joe Burrow as my QB4. Uh, I have no problem with this. The dude's going to throw for probably a career high in yards this year. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, I don't know, he's, he's got a chance to have his best statistical season this year. The, the Bengals are in a tight window right now. They need to extend Joe Burrow. They need to extend, you know, Jamar Chase in a year. They need to get T. Higgins signed up. It, this is a huge year for the Bengals in this offense. So I'm going to put Joe Burrow at four. Uh, I absolutely love him there. You can stack him with, with Jamar Chase or T. Higgins, whatever you want. Uh, and then I do want to say, like, these rankings, uh, I'm kind of just, like, talking in general. These are not dynasty rankings. They can be best ball rankings, but I'm kind of more so thinking about just, like, redraft rankings for this year. That's kind of where I'm going with this. Uh, and then – we got the running quarterbacks here, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields. I'm going to put Lamar uh, at QB5, uh, but if we go to my projections, let's see where Lamar came in at. Lamar comes in at QB6. So I do have Justin Herbert projected more, uh, but probably not by too much here. Let's take a look at that. Uh, I have Herbert going for about 350 fantasy points. Uh, and then I do have Lamar going for about 339. So like I said, these guys are all kind of, you know, like in one big tier where uh, sometimes it comes down to preference call. Uh, or if you're, you know, if you're building a team and you got, I mean, if you have Eckler or Keenan Allen, you want to stack them with Herbert, that's fine too. But we'll get Lamar there in a five. I think Lamar's got his best uh, array of weapons that he's had in his career. You know, bringing Odell Beckham, whatever he's got left in the tank, we're going to see what he's got. But Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman healthy, Mark Andrews. Um, they brought in Nelson Aguilar as well, Isaiah Likely there. Like It's a really nice spread of passing uh, weapons there for Baltimore. Now, I, I, Justin Fields is the next guy here on the ADP. He's got an ADP about 48. But right now, he's like when you're in a best ball draft, I, I've seen Herbert go ahead of Fields numerous times. So I don't think it's too crazy to rank Mr. Herbert here at QB6. <clears throat> he has a ton of stuff going for him this year, uh, whereas last year <clears> – <throat> I mean, Keenan Allen missed a good chunk of time. Mike Williams missed some games. The offensive line was banged up. They lost two of their best offensive linemen for parts of the year. And then Justin Herbert was playing through a freaking cracked rib. Uh, I think there's a lot of positive factors right now for Justin Herbert, and there's going to be a lot of – I mean, his <clears throat> his um, his touchdown to pass ratio was really, really low. He's going to bounce back, and he – he might be a dark horse to lead the league in passing touchdowns this year. So I got Herbert there. I'm going to put Justin Fields at the seventh spot. I think Fields is in for a good year, but again, they just don't have the, pop, the passing volume that I'm looking for. Uh, let me actually go look at this uh, compared to Jalen Hurts. Like I have Justin Fields throwing for 405 passing attempts and the difference is Hurts has 510. They could have very similar rushing numbers, but Man, oh, man, um, Hertz has that extra passing volume, more yards, more yards per attempt, more passing touchdowns. I just I don't think clearly Fields has all the rushing upside that you're looking for, but he doesn't have the throwing upside of the Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts right now. He just doesn't have the weapons, and I don't know if they're going to open up the offense for him to do so. So uh, that's my top seven so far. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get Trevor Lawrence in there. I do think there's a little bit of a tear break. You, you can see it in the ADP, too. You know, we're talking – Trevor Lawrence, 68th overall, Deshaun Watson, 83rd. So almost a full two rounds later goes Deshaun Watson. So I'm comfortable putting Trevor Lawrence here. Uh, and then to me, I guess if I were to do that again here, let me do that again. So I think the top three, that's tier one. Burrow, Lamar, Herbert Fields, that's tier two. 
Now, when we get into uh, tier three, I think that's going to include Lawrence, Watson, Tua, <clears throat> maybe Anthony Richardson, maybe Dak Prescott. We'll build it out. But let's go ahead and get Trevor Lawrence in there. He'll be the top guy in tier three if you miss out on some of the top guys. Lawrence looks good there in the back end of the seventh round right now. You can stack him with Calvin Ridley or Christian Kirk. You can even get ETN on the team if you wish. Uh, but Lawrence is in for a good year. I think his rushing upside uh, remains uh, un unseen yet we really haven't seen the best of trevor lawrence it's only year two uh year three for him uh but i do think he's gonna you know get some rushing touchdowns he's gonna run for 300 yards and he's gonna pass he's gonna probably take another step forward as a passer this year so it's very <clears throat> very exciting for trevor lawrence uh up next we have deshaun watson Tua, anthony richardson dak prescott kirk cousins i'm gonna take deshaun watson here be my qb number nine uh, I think they're they're going to give him the keys to the offense this year, man. Uh, they're they're going to probably still run the ball a lot with Nick Chubb, but you're going to I think see more opportunities for guys like Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, you know, Donovan Peoples Jones, David Njoku. They even drafted Cedric Tillman. Uh, I think there's going to be a little bit more focus on the passing game. And Watson, man, he's didn't look great last year. He missed a good chunk of the, the football season the last year and a half, and uh, now a, a full healthy off season for him. I think it could look really really nice. Uh, for Watson and uh, next like it's Tua it's Dak it's Kirk Cousins I'm gonna go with Dak Prescott here as my QB 10 and I have concerns about some of the other guys that's why I'm going with Dak here uh, and I know Dak hasn't been uh, <clears throat> as amazing lately he's had some injury concerns uh, but what I'm excited about is they, they, they have that trio of receivers again that Dak had a few years back when he was QB 3 overall I mean we're talking CeeDee Lamb a prime CD lamb, uh, an aging Brandon cooks, but a still really, uh, really good weapon in Brandon cooks. And then Michael Gallup will fully remove from his ACL injury that Prescott with three weapons. Sign me up for that. I don't have too many concerns about the Dallas offense. I think it's going to be pretty good this year. Uh, and then some of the other guys on this list, like Tua, we got major injury concerns, Richardson, a rookie can't really trust him to throw the ball. Well, he's, he's kind of, he's going to be running a lot and getting a lot of his points from his legs. And then you got Kirk Cousins here who offers no points with his legs. So I think for me, what I'm going to do, I'm going to put Tua next here. Because when Tua plays, every week that he's healthy, he's we're probably ranking him as a top 10 quarterback. So to have him at 11 here feels like a little bit of a value. Uh, we love Tyreek Hill, you know, pending his, his investigation and all that stupid stuff. But Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, <clears throat> maybe they signed Dalvin Cook. There's going to be a lot of points scored in Miami. Uh, and then next, our last QB 12 here, I'm going to go Daniel Jones, uh, a fast one here on you guys. Daniel Jones coming in at number 12. <clears throat> Dude was a QB one last year. Didn't have much at receiver. Didn't have much at tight end. Now they give him Darren Waller. They signed a few other guys on the team here. They're going to be getting better offensively. It's just a better vibe in New York in general. It's year two of Brian Dable. I have, I have really good uh, positive thoughts there for the New York Giants offense. I expect them to improve in year two of that system. Uh, the first QB two, we're going to go, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins is attached to Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, KJ Osborne there, the rookie Jordan Addison. I don't think the Vikings run game is going to be as efficient this year without Dalvin Cook. I think we might see a little bit more passing out of Minnesota. The only issue I have with Kirk, again, he does not offer any rushing upside. So that, that is a bummer. But in and keep in mind, like this is all like four-point passing touchdown leagues. Like if this is six-point passing touchdown leagues, I'm probably putting Kirk above Tua and Daniel Jones. I'm not sure. Um, but Kirk is the ideal Superflex QB too. 
He looks good when you want to wait on QB as well. And he really fits in well with the Justin Jefferson draft when you get the first overall pick. Uh, next, we're going to go with Geno Smith. Uh, very similar to Daniel Jones. Like, this is year two for Geno Smith in this offense. I mean, he's been in that offense for a few years, but his second year starting now. And they improved dramatically. I think we're, we're probably going to see a much better Seattle offense this year. I mean, adding JSN, adding Zach Charbonnet, they're going to be better on first and second down. You know, just adding the third receiver in there. And then on third down too, Zach Charbonnet coming out of the backfield catching passes. Uh, it's going to be really, it's going to be a really good offensive year for Seattle. And Geno Smith does offer rushing upside with his legs, so I like that a lot. And then I'm going to go ahead and get Anthony Richardson here, uh, QB 15. I think he's going to be wildly inconsistent with his arm, uh, but he might just do some Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts things and just you know will it with his legs. Like he, you know, he could pop off for 80 yards and a touchdown every other week. I, I think he's a fun QB too, especially in super flex contests. Next, we get to the old Dusties. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Derek Carr. Russell Wilson's the only one that offers rushing upside. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to put Russell Wilson here at QB 16. And I believe that's where he finished last year. And just keep in mind how awful it was in Denver last year. And now you're getting a competent coach in Sean Payton. You're getting, you know, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, a healthy Tim Patrick. You brought in Marvin Mims, year two Greg Dulcich. That's a really good five core weapons. They're going to bring Javante along slowly, but they did bring in Samaj P. Ryan. I think it's very easy to see the Broncos take a step forward. And for us to be ranking Wilson at the same spot that he was last year feels a little wrong to me. I actually, this is what we're going to do. We're going to move Anthony Richardson uh, below Russell Wilson. Let's move Russ back into the 15th spot. We'll have him improving by one uh, on his finish this year. So there you go. Uh, and then Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff. I think both guys are are pretty good bets to finish as you know high end QB twos. I'm gonna go with Jared Goff here as my my preferred QB. I think Jared Goff one. He plays in a dome. I, th I think the longevity of that means a lot to me. You know, Detroit's going to get eight or nine home games in a dome and, and whatever other games that they get. So he's playing, you know, maybe 60, 70 percent of his games inside. Rodgers, he's a great outdoor quarterback. We've seen that throughout his career. But um, I think maybe, you know, come November, December, you're probably going to see Jared Goff continue to put up high points. Uh, maybe Rodgers, you know, maybe they lean on the run game there. So I'm still going to put Rodgers in here, though. Uh, he's probably in for, you know, that Tom Brady first season with Tampa Bay kind of numbers. Like he's not going to throw the ball six, um, whatever Tom Brady, Tom Brady almost threw it like 700 times that year. Don't think we're going to see that, but we're going to see Rodgers um, not be an MVP candidate this year. I don't think that's in the cards, uh, but we're going to see him bounce back from last year's number. So I have Rodgers there. Let's go ahead and get uh, Derek Carr off the board. Now, again, none of these guys, Goff, Rodgers, Carr, none of these guys offer rushing upside and we can even put let's even put Matthew Stafford on the board here at, at QB 20 none of these guys offer rushing upside these guys are just super safe QB twos for you in super flex leagues or if you're in best ball leagues they offer a nice you know 16 point floor you can get you two touchdowns and 250 yards pretty much any time these guys are in your lineup uh, I don't really have we can nitpick with these I, I think I feel pretty good about saying Goff Rogers Carr Stafford uh, and then from there we'll get into some of the younger upside guys and I'm going to go with Jordan Love here, his first year starting for Green Bay. He's got some hidden rushing upside with his legs. And to be honest, I'm not going to be surprised if he finishes, you know, above these guys here. I think uh, they have built him a pretty solid offensive line. 
They've also built him. They, they brought in some new weapons for him. So I think they're going to let him fire. And they basically, they need to see what he's got. So they have no reason not to throw the kitchen sink in this year and, and see what Jordan Love can do. They're probably only going to win six, seven, eight games at the most. Uh, but I think they're going to keep throwing the ball. Jordan Love's got 300 rushing yard upside and maybe a handful of touchdowns. So he's there. I'm not doing Kyler Murray. Let's actually just move Kyler Murray out of the way. Uh, not drafting him uh, very highly at all. And then you got to Kenny Pickett, Bryce Young, Purdy. Uh, I'm excited about a lot of these guys. I got to put Brock Purdy here right behind Jordan Love uh, because as soon as we see Brock Purdy starting week one, we're all going to be wishing we took Purdy a lot earlier. From what I've seen, he's on track to play week one. Like, and, and we're going to know in a month, you know, when, when training camp comes up, is he participating in team drills? Is he throwing the ball? All that stuff. And I think when we see it, his ADP is going to shoot up pretty significantly, uh, pretty significantly. Uh, after that, like, do we take a, a rookie quarterback, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, uh, Sam Howell? There's some second year guys here. I'm going to go with Kenny Pickett. And what I like about Pickett is he's kind of entrenched as the starter. He's getting a, you know, a full off season with the ones. And now you have Deontay Johnson, year two, George Pickens, year three, Pat Frymuth. There's a year four, Pat Frymuth, maybe year three. And then they did bring in Allen Robinson. You have Calvin Austin, too. This is a pretty good offense. But what I like about the Steelers this year is they improved the offensive line. That's going to be huge for Pickett, especially when he's looking downfield to George Pickens. He's going to have a little bit more time. Even if it adds a half second to a second you know, per dropback, I think that's going to benefit Pickett quite a bit. He's been an ideal QB, too, in, in most of my best ball builds right now. So I do like Pickett. I think we're going to see his numbers improve. And he was a guy that put up uh, last year. He did not throw a lot of touchdowns. His pass attempt ratio to touchdown ratio was not great. I think you're going to see him uh, put together a really solid season. He's not going to be like an all pro pro bowl or anything like that, but I think he's going to put up a decent season. Um, then let's go ahead and get, uh, I'm going to put CJ Stroud ahead of Bryce Young. Why CJ Stroud? I think, I think the Texans have a little bit better situation year one going on here. I like the Panthers more long-term, but I think CJ Stroud with veteran receivers, Nico Collins, Robert Woods, you got Dalton Schultz there. That's a solid trio to rely on. You also have a very good back in Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary's there. They have a couple other, you know, young receivers, John Mechie and uh, Tank Dell there that they drafted. I, I like what they got going on there. So we might see Stroud uh, run a little bit more this year as well, which I'm excited about. But either way, I think Stroud a little bit more safer uh, of a weekly four floor right now this year. Uh, but Bryce Young's not going to be far off. We'll, we'll go ahead and put Bryce Young right behind him. Uh, I'm not sure Bryce Young's going to run around a lot. He's a little dude. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But I, I do like the Panthers offense, but I think we're more so projecting the Panthers for next year. I mean, put like Marvin Harrison Jr. on this team or something crazy. And let's see what happens. Uh, but we'll leave it at that. Uh, next, we get to some junk here. Sam Howell, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Desmond Ritter, Jimmy Garoppolo, Baker Mayfield. Right? Oh, my God. It's it's pretty bad, guys. I'm going to go ahead and put Mac Jones here at QB 26. I feel safest with him having job security for the year. I know things were bad last year, but they had no offensive coordinator. It sounds like things are going really, really well uh, with Bill O'Brien right now. I feel good about Mac Jones. I'm going to put Sam Howell here next. Uh, the reason I'm putting Howell here is because he's got legs. The dude ran for uh, a ton of yards his junior year of college. I think he had like eight or ten touchdowns or something like that, too. He might not have uh, the most you know consistent throwing games, but I think he's going to keep his fantasy uh, games afloat with you know picking up 30, 40 yards every now and then, maybe a touchdown. So there we go. 
And I'm still not taking Kyler Murray, still not taking Trey Lance. I want to get Desmond Ritter in there before we start looking at these guys. I think Ritter's got a good chance to start all year. They did bring Taylor Heineke in as insurance, but you never know. Uh, I think the weapons are insane. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson. Like, it's pretty disgusting. So I, I like putting him there. I suppose I'm going to put Kyler Murray here at next QB 29. I don't feel great about it. I don't think he's going to play much at all this year. And in fact, you know, this is what we're going to do. I'm, I'm not drafting Kyler Murray this year. I'm going to put him as my, my last ranked starting quarterback. It's going to be a, a tough year. I think Cardinals might punt this year. They could be in the sweepstakes for a QB next year. Don't really know what's going on. <clears throat> and from what it sounds like, Murray's probably not going to play until midseason anyway. So I don't want to waste a roster spot on a QB that's not playing this year. Uh, next, Garoppolo, Mayfield, Tannehill. I'll go Jimmy Garoppolo, assuming he's healthy and he's ready to play week one. I'm going to go Ryan Tannehill next, and then we'll go Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think Tannehill has a little bit of value. I think I think Levis, and I, I don't know if he's going to be ready this year. If the Titans are winning games in that crappy AFC South, Tannehill's going to keep starting. So that's kind of where we're at. Uh, and then let's see here. We, we just got some guys here. I'm going to put Jacoby Brissett at QB 33. We'll put Mike White here, QB34. There's a couple other guys that we could probably fill in here. Trey Lance. Uh, let me see what else I got here. I can fill this out for you guys. Uh, let's see. I probably got to put Colt McCoy in the list. Uh, where are we at? Yeah, there's Colt McCoy. We'll put Will Levis on the list. Maybe Brian Hoyer, Sam Darnold. Uh, let's just kind of bang this out here. Uh, we will put uh, Arizona Colt McCoy. We'll put Tennessee I don't think we'll ever be ready. Uh, I do kind of want to put um, SF Sam Darnold. Let's go ahead and put uh, New England Brian Boyer. And then uh, how about this? How about this? Free agent Carson Wentz. He might start for the Raiders. Uh, but that's it. Those are my QB rankings. Again, I'm going to go ahead and get these uploaded for you guys on the fantasyfellowship.com. Uh, I think tomorrow I'm going to be banging out some more videos tomorrow. I want to get receivers, running backs, tight end. I'm going to get all new ranking videos on the website for you guys tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, check it out, fantasyfellowship.com. Everything's going to be located in the 2023 playbook. Scroll on down, and uh, I'll have these position rankings for you guys uh, as soon as this video is over. So that's it. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Don't forget to like the video. Subscribe if you are new. Yeah, thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Peace.